We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, cats and dogs and listeners of the Dog Talk Radio Show. Happy Family Day to everyone. I hope you enjoyed time with your family today. Jump up and down and scream yes if you did. (laughs) How are you, our good producer, Greg Campagna? I'm well, Dave. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I I thought of you today. Did Did you? you Well, that's good. Uh, where were you when you thought of me? Like, where were you? I was, I was right here in the studio. Okay, okay. It was this afternoon. I came across a story about a brand new dog collar yeah. that I think you'd be interested in. <laughs> okay. Um, it's from a company called Mischief, and it's uh, they're selling a new dog collar that plays swear words whenever your dog barks. <laughs> oh, that's a scream. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, it's a little novelty kind of collar. <laughs> and when your dog barks, the device collar randomly picks a pre-recorded curse word to play. <laughs> and uh, the people who created it says uh, say it's a way for your dog to help vent. Oh, my God. So. Hilarious. I can picture a few people <laughs> hanging around, you know, having a few uh, wobbly pops, a few brown wobbly pops. We might get that collar on you, Dave. Getting a little toasted, you know, and asking the dog to speak just for the sake of uh, hearing those swear words to amuse themselves. You know, taking a break from the card game or the board game and doing this kind of crazy stuff. So there's your next uh, gag gift for the... uh... Now, what does this collar sell for? Do you have any idea? Uh, let me see here. I don't. Oh, they cost sixty dollars. Uh, yeah. But but right now they they look like they're temporarily sold out. <laughs> of course the, they uh, are. The company is Mischief, but it's an acronym. It's M S C H F. So if you want to look that up, just type in dog collar. That swears, and you'll you'll find. It's it. hilarious. Thank yeah. you for bringing that important piece of news to the show. <laughs> All right, appreciate that very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, What next? Can you imagine? Uh, My first guest, her name is Karen Black. She is a a resident here of the Garden City of uh, St. Catharines. Karen's an extraordinary individual who loves animals and has a huge passion for animals and a huge passion for photography. She hails from Vancouver, British Columbia. She is the owner and photographer at Indigo Pet Photography. And uh, welcome to the show, Karen Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and really grateful for the opportunity to talk about Indigo Pet Photography. Well, I'm glad you're here. And uh, the listeners will be glad you're here, too, when they hear the uh, the cool stuff that you're going to chat about. Um, uh, when did you start in photography? In photography, I started a long time ago. Too long ago to mention. But, yeah. When uh, you I were a kid? 
Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Well, that was like me with dog training. I started handling dogs as a junior handler uh, as a kid back when I was eight, nine years old, competing in dog obedience competitions, oh, wow. 11 years old. So, yeah. You. So, wow. uh, yeah. So, it's been all my life, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, you've been doing it for some time now. I have indeed. Now, when, when have you uh, decided to specialize in the pet photography division? Is that something you did from the onset, or did that kind of morph into that later on? No, it morphed into it. In fact, um, I would say that I've always had this love for animals and I've always been a bit of a storyteller and uh, about six years ago I thought I really need to marry my photography skills with my other two passions and see what happens and it's just been remarkable. Yeah what are the other passions do tell you have not told us <laughs> photography's one the animals are the other are there any others that you can say on radio or just the storytelling <laughs> okay the storytelling yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not just right because storytelling's good it's true yeah I, I look at every animal as as a snowflake you know they're all unique individuals and they have a story to tell and I want to tell their story. No, no two animals alike. It's true. And yet, the word snowflake has has gone abroad as a different term sometimes, uh, describing some people that are uh, overly sensitive or indecisive. Oh. But when you say snowflake, you're talking about the uniqueness of each dog and the fact that there are no two dogs alike. Exactly. And that is true. I have owned a total of 32 dogs, and not one of them is similar to the other in any way. That's right. It's just like kids, right? They're all different in their own own way. Yeah, they really are. And we have such special relationships with them. Um, Too short, you know, really. Way too short. Mm -hmm. So what I really like to do is, is bring forward these stories and create beautiful, permanent, and tangible memories for people so that they can always look back and smile. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, You've got some projects that you're involved in. Yes, I do. And I was wondering if you would touch on the Pause for Oz uh, project slash fundraiser that that you kind of pioneered. I would love to. Yeah. So there it is again. Pause for Oz. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at a dinner party in early January with some wine industry friends. And we were talking about the bushfires in Australia and how distressing it was. And that stuck with me. And I... Oops, sorry. (laughs) I was... uh, in you know wide awake in the middle of the night and i started thinking what can i do and how can i help how can you help from here from here yeah from the garden city of st Catharines. how can you help with what's going on in australia exactly terrible by the way that was going on there unbelievable absolutely unbelievable so you came up with i came up with the idea of not just one fundraiser but of organizing fun um pet photographers uh, in Australia, Canada, and the U.S. to pool their talents into having fundraiser sessions. And... um, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really had great uptake, and we we launched the whole thing. Well, within three weeks of the idea, we had a launch party in uh, at Angels Gate Winery here in Beamsville. Nice. And we had a silent auction and raised over sixty six hundred dollars to kick the whole thing off. Congratulations! That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you to the wine industry here. There are a hmm. lot of fabulous people. And I uh, couldn't have done that without Meg McGraw and Jennifer Hart. 
So, yeah, big thank you to them because I never would have gotten it off the ground without them. And now we're up to, with all the pet photographers' contributions, their donations from their clients, we're up to $17,000. That is excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank Big you. round of applause to you and everyone involved. Thank you. For sure. That's, those are some good numbers. $17,000. I know. I'm blown away. And there's still, you know, we're still working at it. In fact, I still have, I sold out my uh, sessions that I was doing in Vineland in a couple of days, basically. But I'm still doing some in Toronto. And there are a few places left. And that's in March, March 29th. And so if you know anybody who uh, is in Toronto, and would be interested in participating, this is a good thing to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Photographers pulling together yep. for a great cause. So you would, I guess, more or less uh, donate your, your fee. The, the fee that you would charge yep. would simply be uh, donated, a portion of that fee. To no, the, the whole thing. The entire amount. the way the we organized good. it was that the donation is made directly to the um, charity that we've chosen. We chose Wildlife Victoria. Uh, they did not benefit from the celebrity donations that... A lot of the other uh, charities receive funds from they they just weren't involved in that and right they cover a wide range of animals so we thought yeah let's go with these guys and uh, so the donation goes directly there no money goes through our hands it's, it's easier to manage globally that way as well excellent mm -hmm. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. And you, uh, you've you also got another project on the go, the Winery Dogs of Ontario. I do. In fact, I don't know if this is okay, but I brought you one of the 2020 calendars. Oh, oh my God. Yes. This, this is beautiful. Thank you. 2020 Winery Dogs of Ontario. Look at this. Take a look at this one, uh, producer Greg Campagne. Can you see it there through the glass? <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, so the winery Thank dogs. You. You're welcome. The winery dogs um, calendar features dogs from all of the various wineries in Ontario. This uh, twenty in 2021, I'll have three dogs from Prince Edward County as well. Um, they the dogs belong to the winery owners or top dogs at the winery or the winemaker, and. Um, it's a fundraiser. I donate to a charity called The Bellow Project, and they're a service offered by the Home Hospice Association. And what they do is they keep the pets of people who are in a home hospice situation together with their owners longer by sending in volunteers who feed them, water them, medicate them if they need it. They do everything that's required. Yes. and That is a, an awesome service. We did have someone from that organization oh, join us on Dog Talk. Uh, I think it's awesome what they're doing. Yes, it's wonderful. And I'm a big supporter of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. And so where would people uh, get a hold of the calendar here? The calendars are available at the wineries that are featured, but um, also on my website, I have a page where some are available too. Um, yeah, give out your website. We should do that a couple of times on today's broadcast. Sure. It's www.indigopetphotography.com. One more time, please. It's www.indigopetphotography.com. 
Excellent. Now, if they enter that in a Google search, they can even skip the W's nowadays. Yeah, I was going to do that. It's had it. It's, but... That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's habit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's habit. But uh, so that's great. So the the general public can get a hold of the calendar. Yes. And uh, and that's awesome. Terrific. Yeah. Now we are going to take a short break, and I uh, hope you'll stay with us because uh, we've got a few we more things to. that you want to tell us about. Yeah. That'd be terrific. And uh, so we'll be taking a short break, but right now I'll just kind of give you some info regarding a contest we're going to do. It'll be your chance to win a container of Musher's Secret. Musher's Secret is an ointment, 100% all-natural paw protector ointment. This works as an insulation barrier to protect the pads of your dog's feet from heat or cold. So in the summertime when you walk, and especially if you're going on uh, like a walk-a-thon and you're subjecting the dog to uh, to warm uh, pavement, you know, it'll, it'll really protect the feet. So in addition to the paw protector ointment, uh, you will also win a $350 10-week group dog obedience course compliments of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls. And what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to have the correct answer. Um, for us. So uh, in the 1970s, there was a uh, President uh, Gerald Ford, he and his wife had a dog, a specific breed of dog. Uh, Did President Gerald Ford in the 1970s, did they own a Basset Hound, Golden Retriever, or a Great Dane? What breed of dog did President Gerald Ford and his wife Betty own. Was it the Basset Hound, the Golden Retriever, or the Great Dane? 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. You've got time to call. You've got time to win. The prize will be available right up until 8 p.m. We'll take a short break. When we return, we'll continue our conversation with Karen Black. Who is the owner and photographer at Indigo Pet Photography based out of the Garden City of St. Catharines? I'm Dave the Dog Man. Stay with us. More Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy. And the host of the Dog Talk Radio Show on 610 CKTB. We are glad you are spending your time with us right now. And you're listening to a little bit of Super Tramp there being sprinkled all over today's broadcast. And it's uh, Roger Hudson, I do believe. Is that uh, correct? Uh, Producer Greg Campagne that is coming to the Garden City of St. Catharines? Yes, that's correct. In November. In November, which is uh, quite a while from now, which is, you know could lend uh, itself for time to add a second show. Yeah, yeah. You never know, right? Yeah, and uh, and you and I talked earlier before we went live to air that uh, we've both seen Supertramp. Yeah, we were at the same show. Yeah, and that was back in Toronto at the um, what they called the Molson Amphitheater at that day. Yeah, it was about 2002 and now Roger wasn't there. He wasn't the lead singer no. that night. 
It was a fill-in. It was either Roger's nephew or his son. Fantastic job, but he couldn't quite hit some of the high notes. Yeah, that's that's the problem, eh? When we don't have the real McCoy on the microphone, but we will. When uh, when Roger Hudson from uh, uh, Supertramp comes to St. Catharines in in uh, November, it's going to be a good show, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, we're in the midst of this contest. Uh, your chance to win the Musher Secret uh, All Natural Paw Protector Ointment, combined with the three hundred and fifty dollars ten week group novice dog obedience course with the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. In the 1970s, what breed of uh, dog did President Gerald Ford and his wife Betty Ford own? Was it the Great Dane, the Golden Retriever, or the Basset Hound? We'll slide over to Tracy in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Good evening, Tracy. I'm Dave McMahon. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, can I ask you if you're a first-time listener, first-time caller? What's the story with you? I'm first-time caller, first-time everything for you. Good for you. You are green. You are new. You are fresh. And welcome to Dog Talk because no uh, you're going to hear more from Karen uh, Karen Black, uh, extraordinary individual with her passion with animals and photography. And, of course, we'll be talking with, uh, um, with uh, Vive Tam from the Golden Retriever Rescue a little bit later on. So we'll broadcast every Monday from 7 till 8 p.m. I hope you'll become a a regular listener. Uh, I've been listening to you for quite a while now. Oh, good for you. But your first time calling. Yeah, first time getting through, actually. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got through. And so what is your answer? What did President Gerald Ford and his wife, Betty Ford, own? Was it the Basset Hound, the Great Dane, or the Golden Retriever? The Golden Retriever. That's the correct answer. Put your paws together, everyone. Come on, put your paws together. Don't let go of the uh, steering wheel if you're driving your car. That wouldn't be safe at all. No. Yeah, so you stay on the line, and our producer, Greg Campagne, will uh, speak with you a bit. So you are the winner of the 10-week group novice dog obedience course. What breed of dog will you be bringing for training? I have a um, purebred, what is she, a purebred uh, beagle. Oh, good for you. Yeah, and she's hyper, hyper all over the place. Well, you know Snoopy. Snoopy was a beagle. I know. I love Snoopy. That was a contest we had one time. What was the breed of Snoopy? People were coming up with all kinds of strange answers, and I said, Snoopy, I thought everyone knew. Well, yeah. listen, you've got the 10-week group course coming, Thank and you. then you've got the paw protector ointment uh, okay. that you can use on your own hands and the pads of your dog's feet. Perfect. Yeah, stay on the line. Greg's going to talk yeah, to you, okay? She doesn't like the cold, so this will be perfect. <laughs> well, that's okay. So this is going to help her cope and keep yep. her her pads insulated. Yes, thank you. You're very welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Uh, very nice, Tracy. I uh, hope you have a doggone great night, Tracy. Okay, so we're uh, still in conversation with Karen Black, who is the owner and photographer at Indigo Pet Photography, based out of St. Catharines, specializing in pet photography, created the Paws for Oz fundraiser for Australian wildlife. Uh, she has extensive volunteer work that she does with her passion with animals. And we just spoke about the winery dogs of Ontario. I've got the calendar in my hand. Once again, how can people get a copy of this winery dogs of Ontario 2020 calendar, Karen? 
I still have it on my website, and that is indigopetphotography.com. Yes, that's right. So you can go directly to uh, Karen's website, and uh, you can get a copy of this. It's beautiful. Uh, I know that you volunteer to transport uh, some dogs for local rescues and uh, photograph them. And you don't actually have a transport truck. We joked earlier, <laughs> although it would be handy at times, yeah. you will you will uh, load up the car. Yep. Um, what the uh, transport I'm involved in is um, there are a lot of dogs that are pulled from high kill shelters in several of the states and more southern states. And there are people down there that organize all of the rescues in with the rescues in Canada, and then they organize the entire transportation of these dogs. And there's usually about 80 people involved in one of these trips. Um, everybody takes uh, an hour and a half leg or a two-hour leg to deliver dogs to their next uh, driver. Yeah. And I usually pick up in Niagara-on-the-Lake, and I'll deliver dogs to a rescue who's already spoken for them either in Toronto or in Guelph. And it's it's phenomenal. It's just wonderful. It's very rewarding. Oh, my God. It's so rewarding. And you make friends with them while you're driving with them. And I always sing them the national anthem when we get across, when we're coming up <laughs> the QEW, <laughs> yeah. just to give them a taste of Canada. And I explain about Hockey Night in Canada. That's great. You <laughs> let the dogs know what's important right off the hop. I do. Hey, but do you talk about maple syrup or anything like that? <laughs> no. No need. No. I think what you're telling the dogs right off the hop is pretty darn good yeah and uh but i mean even the logistics of coordinating you know uh having the dog come from far away to st Catharines, ontario for example there's quite a bit of logistics involved the in that. logistics are unbelievable and then the monitoring of the entire journey that everyone makes i mean there have to be homes for the dogs to stay in overnight on because the transport starts on friday morning and ends in on sunday depending upon where the dogs are going. Excellent. And, of course, this is all volunteer work. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I do work with uh, a, a number of different rescues as well. Um, I've do, do name a few. Do name a couple or a few. Sure, sure. Uh, Beamsville Four Paw Rescue. I've done a lot of photography Pam. for them. Pam, yeah, yeah exactly. Pam, Pam's been on my show quite a few times over yes. the years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, she'll give me a shout or I'll check in and see how they're doing if they need any help with dogs or cat photography. Uh it makes a massive difference to their adoption rate, having a good photograph versus a blob, you know, yeah. <laughs> black blob. See, that's a good point that a lot of people haven't considered, really. Yes, yeah, true. You know, yeah. Because that's the first impression they're going to see. Yes. In many cases, is the picture of the dog. Exactly. And if you can capture some of their personality, it just goes so far. Yeah. Um, I also work with the Jack Russell Terrier Rescue Ontario, J-R-T-R-O. And I've fostered dogs for them. Um, in fact, one of my two rescue dogs, well, both of my rescue dogs at the moment are from that rescue. One of them was my last foster. <laughs> He didn't quite make it out the door. I, I kept him with me. Foster Flunky, that's what they call uh, it in the industry. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I, I designed their fundraiser calendar for them and do various and sundry photography and whatnot for them as well. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Have you got another project you want to tell us about? I see you looking at your pad. Ah! 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I've been nicked. Um, yeah. What else? <laughs> well, you... the other thing that I should mention yes. is the Muddy Paws Wine Festival. Oh, I'm glad you're going to mention that. You thought you might be. What a great event that one is. <laughs> yes, it's July 11th and 12th. And uh, this is, I think, our sixth year having yeah. it. And it's Featherstone Winery and Vineland Estates Winery. And it is the most fun you can have with your dog and a glass of wine. We've got um, a big marquee tent and jazz music and great food at Featherstone and over at Vineland. There's a, a marketplace and there's again, great food and music, live music. Um, well-behaved dogs on leash are yes. welcome. Yeah. yeah. So many vendors, a real positive experience, a dog-friendly event to go to. You can enjoy some local wine, mm. buy some unique products for your dogs. I've been fortunate enough to have been invited for the past few years to put on a dog obedience training demonstration. I know because I photographed you there. <laughs> <laughs> and we did the we did the uh, the hot dog uh, wiener refusal oh. uh, where the dogs had to do a recall. They had to come to their oh. owners on command and ignore the hot dogs that were actual hot dogs that were on the grass. I bet so they, they had did to well. ignore that and just hightail <laughs> it straight to their masters. That's it was great. hilarious. Uh, well, um, I think I mentioned the Bellow Project before as the beneficiary of my um, winery dog's calendar, but they are also the charity that Muddy Paws Wine Festival donates to. And we do have a great sponsor for the event. That's Boreal Pet Foods. Yep, familiar so with them. They help us to uh, up the amount that we're able to give to them as well. Excellent. Yeah. Karen, congratulations. Keep up the amazing work you're doing with your volunteer work. Keep up the great passion with the photography and the animals. And thank you for joining me on Dog Talk. Can I say one last you thing? You sure can. I just want to say that I'm extending what's happening with Paws for Oz by all of my Indigo Experience sessions and my Artisan sessions. I'm donating $25 from those throughout 2020 to Paws for Oz and Wildlife Victoria. Give me a high five. You bet. Boom. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Thank Keep you up the so amazing much. work. Thank and you. I'm glad really you didn't live it. far from the radio station too. You got I to know. come come here. We could we could meet in person again. Yeah, it was perfect. Terrific, Karen. Uh, so you. Karen Black, uh, you have to check out her website. And the name of the business is Indico Pet Photography, based out of the Garden City of St. Catharines. Here, uh, just a very enthusiastic, passionate person who's doing amazing things uh, with animals and her photography. Very happy to have her on the program this evening. We are going to launch another contest. It's going to be your chance to win a twenty-five gift card to Tim Hortons compliments of the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls we're going to play a little game called Name That Dog Bark you will have an opportunity to hear three different dogs barking one at a time and you will have to tell us the bark of a golden retriever which one is the bark of the golden retriever so uh, producer Greg if we could do so now if you would uh, be so kind to play a dog number one Two and three, three separate dogs barking. Oh, so dog number one. Alright, thank you. And now dog number two. And dog number three. <laughs> Very good. So uh, we'll play those again when you call. 
and uh, you can you can call in 905-688-2582 that's 905-688-2582 you'll let us know the bark of the golden retriever that's the one we're looking for is it uh, dog one two or three as i said we'll play those barks again when you call and you get it right you win the 25 dollar tim horton gift card there's always something at tim hortons for everyone uh you know whether it's tea or coffee or anything like that but uh, golden retrievers we love them we can't get enough of the golden retrievers so we'll see you right after break stick around Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Happy Family Day to you. Happy you're spending your Monday night with us. I'm Dave McMahon, and you're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. We're in the midst of the contest. You'll have a chance to win a $25 gift card to Tim Horton's Compliments of the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in the Niagara Falls, Ontario location. Uh, Playing a game called Name That Dog Bark. You'll have an opportunity to hear three different dogs barking one at a time. We are looking for the bark of the Golden Retriever, and if you get it correct, you will win the $25 Tim Horton gift card. So this contest will be running right up until 8 p.m. this evening and the numbers to call would be 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. Again, 905-688-2582. I'm a big fan of Golden Retrievers, by the way. The first contest had to do with Golden Retrievers. Uh, President Ford, uh, Gerald Ford and Betty Ford, uh, they owned Golden Retriever in the uh, 1970s. And now we're looking for the bark of a Golden Retriever on contest number two. Uh, my next guest is... Um, is uh, Viva Tam. She is the board chair of the Golden Rescue, and we're happy to have her here. Uh, Good evening, Viva. Appreciate your patience. Oh, thank you very much, Dave, for inviting Golden Rescue onto your show, especially on Family Day. It's my pleasure. I thought the timing was perfect. It absolutely is. The Goldens are such great family members. You know, the Golden Retrievers, I absolutely love them. They are super intelligent, uh, and they're like fun clown clown-like personalities, I would say, as well, uh, as the intelligence. They can just be little clowns. Every time we have a Golden Retriever in our dog obedience classes, they always get the first place award at the obedience school. Well, I mean, that's great. I mean, and I have to say that most Golden Retrievers are very smart. And uh, and we do call them uh, a goofballs because they are goofballs. <laughs> but but I have to tell you that I have a golden retriever, and everybody always says, "Oh, why do you talk about Oakley like that?" Because honestly, Dave, he has absolutely nothing between his ears. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going there. <laughs> now, is that because he, he he's a male dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about yeah, that. You're not going to touch on that, eh? No, I'm not getting caught in that. No, but you know what? He makes up for it totally by being lovable and uh, and just the sweetest boy in the world. But nothing, not not much going on upstairs. <laughs> but he's a good boy, and you love him. <laughs> Absolutely, he lives for being petted and food. That's it. 
you know, the fact that there is a golden rescue, and there are many different golden retriever rescues, uh, was an indication of an overpopularity of the breed initially, would you say? Well, I don't know. I mean, certainly I think that probably does lend to it because, you know, for a while it's certainly been a breed of choice, probably because they are such great family family dogs. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that could be. Yeah. Um, Why does the Golden uh, Rescue exist? I mean, can you talk about your mandate? Well, I mean, just as uh, just as our name implies, you know, uh, we rescue golden retrievers. And and by the way, when um, my husband and I, we got our first golden, um, this is going back 20 years, and we didn't even know there was a golden rescue. Um, and we were going through the sportsman show. We came upon a booth, a golden rescue booth, and we both looked at each other figuring that these are dogs that are being, you know, trained to rescue um, so when we went to talk to the uh, volunteers, we couldn't believe that Goldens actually needed rescuing. You know, it's it's one of those breeds that you just can't imagine it. That's right. But, you know, but you know, there's there's lots of circumstances. Um, some of them are sad but understandable. Like you know, when elderly people have to move out of their home into a retirement home and they can't take their Golden with them. Sometimes, you know, family members uh, uh, become allergic or, you know, um, you know, or finances. Sometimes the golden can get sick and, and the family, you know, doesn't have the means to treat them. So they, uh, they surrender them, which, you know, they're all good and, and absolutely reasonable reasons for, um, you know, surrendering a golden. But then there are times where they're very, very sad. You know, we've, uh, um, I remember it was a few years ago where we rescued Selma and Louise. They were two senior girls, 11 and 12 years old, and they were found in the forest north of Montreal, and uh, they were frozen, they were starving, and if somebody had even gone to the trouble of cutting the microchips out before they dumped them in the forest. Jesus. You know, and then we've got, you know, cases like Asher, who, uh, you know, somebody was driving along Highway 7 in the car in front of them threw 10-year-old Asher out of the out of the moving car. So, you know what, we have all kinds of stories. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories and circumstances as to why Yeah, and how yeah. you acquire these dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think it's great that you've rescued over 3,300 golden retrievers to date. That deserves a big round of applause right there. It sure does. And there are so many people to thank for that. And, you know, and, and we're uh, um, 30 years old this year. So it's a, it's a testament to all of our volunteers, our doctors, our fosters. It's, uh, it's really quite a milestone. And I think I mentioned that four years ago, we started to also rescue Goldens from other countries. I mean, we had been doing that for a little bit uh, over the years. For example, when Hurricane Katrina hit, we rescued some Goldens from the U.S. But four years ago, we started rescuing Goldens also from Istanbul, uh, Turkey, and from Cairo, Egypt, and from Mexico. So we broadened our scope a little bit. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yep families they do but when i say most we decided a long time ago or at the very beginning of our international program which we call our rescue mission of love 
that uh, that we wouldn't put them into foster uh, with foster families, that we would put them with foster to adopt families. No one can adopt, or should we believe that no one should adopt a, um, a golden sight unseen. But we, uh, with all that these uh, international rescues have been through, they've been dumped, they've been in shelters, maybe even two or three shelters. And then they have a very traumatic trip over to Canada. You know, being put into a hold of a plane can't be very pleasant. No. Um, but, you know, philosophically, we say, you know, one or two bad days um, is probably a great price to pay for a happily ever after. Yeah, and for a good life with, some, with a good family. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So our, so our Goldens, uh, by and large, do, do go to foster families or foster to adopt families. And that's where we get to assess them, get them healthy. Lots of times we have to spay or neuter them. We, uh, um, we microchip them all. They, we do uh, ex- extensive health testing and, of course, all their vaccinations. And, uh, and then when we feel that they're healthy and ready to go, then we, we uh, find them families. And, and, uh, and I think it really is worth uh, noteworthy to say that we are a matching service. So, um, yes, elaborate on that for our listeners, please. Well, what happens is we ask um, people who are interested in adopting a golden to uh, fill out an adoption application. Then, when we have uh, when we have the application, we uh, we look for a suitable golden for for uh, um, their lifestyle and one that matches the golden. So for example, if uh, if you have a golden who is uh, very prey-driven uh, or, you know, um, they could be considered a bolter, and uh, so therefore a secure fence yard would be, you know, very important. If another, if also, um, you know, a golden has a high prey drive, then we might not, we probably wouldn't put them with cats. Um, if a golden has separation anxiety, we would look for a family where there's someone home most of the time. So that's what I mean by matching. So we really look at what it is that you're hoping for. If you're looking for a jogging buddy, we're probably not going to give you a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine it's a fairly extensive questionnaire. I mean, or maybe not fairly extensive, but extensive enough to be able to find out what the uh, prospective adopter uh, wishes to have in a dog in order for you to match appropriately. For sure, and our and I and you know what, extensive is the right word or comprehensive. Our uh, adoption applications are not are not uh, to be taken lightly. They're not five questions. No, no, it, it'll take you a good hour to fill one out. Yeah. And, and I have to say that, you know, um, that, you know, we're also volunteers reading these applications. So, um, you know, we, we are very, very fortunate, I have to say. We rescued 316 Goldens last year, but we have almost 2,000 adoption applications. Wow. I know, it's spectacular. It really is. You know, it just goes to show how many angels there are out there. But um, but I would always, you know, if, if people ask me for a word of advice, I would say make your, you know, the adoption application. You're spending an hour, you know, for a companion for the rest of your life. Really get into good detail. Show heart. Show uh, 
you know, show how much a golden is going to love their new home. You know, in other words, if you just answer yes, no, yes, no to all the questions, we're not going to get a real true sense of what your home and family is like. So, you know, spend a little time and really get, uh, you know, really answer the questions well. Yeah. And this is a breed of dog that's going to require exercise, as many breeds do. And this is a breed of dog that's going to require brushing. <laughs> and vacuuming. And vacuuming. That's the other thing. Yes, is, we, you know, we're, look, we're looking for a vacuum cleaner that the Goldens can use. Yeah. Yeah, themselves. <laughs> so, a self-operating vacuum yeah, for exactly. golden retrievers. <laughs> We're going to take a short break. We're going to continue our conversation with Viva Tam. She's the board chair of the Golden Rescue right after these words. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. I'm Dave the Dogman. And brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. For those interested in enrolling their dog in my obedience classes, I have new classes starting every month. In fact, I have a new dog obedience class starting Saturday, February 22nd at 8 p.m. We have another course beginning on Wednesday, March the 4th at 7 p.m. And I have another dog obedience course starting Tuesday, March 24th at 7 p.m. So you need to go to the Dave McMahon Dog Academy website. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy is davemcmahon.ca. So it's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. Or you can call me at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy at 289-687-0505. That's 289-687-0505. And I offer group and private instruction in dog obedience and behavior modification. We also have a Facebook page. Who doesn't nowadays? Our Facebook business page is called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. I couldn't think of anything else to name my business, so I thought I would use my own name in the title of the business. Let's continue our conversation with... uh, with Viva Tam, who's the board chair of the Golden Rescue. If you're a big fan of Golden Retrievers, you're listening to the right show at this point in time because uh, that's what we're talking about, Golden Retrievers. Uh, Appreciate your patience, and welcome back to the show, Viva. Oh, thank you again. Yes, and uh, every time I do say your name, I always second-guess myself. So do you get some, I mean, people that know you well, of course, get it right. Do you get uh, Vive or Vivi or? Oh, I get all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey> yeah. <you. laughs> 
Yeah, and so so we're talking about you know the 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 adoption um, process and and the extensive uh, sort of application form, which I think is very very important, and matching matching the dog with the right owner's key, isn't it? It certainly is, and we also do home visits for every uh, for every adoption, and uh, you know we just want to make sure that the home is uh, is is advertised is as advertised and. Uh, and you know what? Home visits are largely intuitive. We just uh, we just want to make sure that the, the the golden is going to a good home because um, you know our success rate is uh, is all about not having the golden ret- return because it's not fair to them. Now, have you ever walked into a home and did an about turn and got the hell out of there immediately? Yes. <laughs> like you just yes. walked into the home and went. Uh uh-uh. uh, and you just went with your gut or with whatever you saw. I mean, uh, they say it's not good to judge a book by its cover, but I mean, whatever was there, whatever you saw, was just an instinct. It's time to leave. Well, you know what it is. A home visit is intuitive. We're not. This it's not a better homes and garden visit. We don't care if there's dust on the table or anything of that nature. But it's intuitive, and we tell we tell all our volunteers that there's really only one integral question. Would you leave your golden with these people? If the answer is yes, then you know what? They can be fosters and adopters. If the answer is no, then we've got to really, you know, that sets off a lot of red flags. Percentage-wise, how many people would you say you approve to adopt a golden retriever with your rescue? Oh, I would say uh, I would say ninety nine percent. Yeah, I was gonna no- guess. I was gonna guess like eighty percent, but you're saying ninety nine percent. Oh, ninety nine percent. Because you know there are times though when, uh, um, you know the uh, the application uh, they wouldn't even get to the home visit stage. I mean, it's not that often because I like to think that uh, golden rescue lovers are great people. Yes, for sure. How yeah. can our listeners get your website? Uh, can you please give your website out and uh, contact information, please? Yeah, it's easy. It's goldenrescue.ca. That's all there is to it. And uh, and we and when like you, we've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all all of those. So and Pinterest as well. So we're on all the social media platforms. Aviva, thank you very much for joining us on Dog Talk. Thank you so much. Yeah, and keep up the amazing work you're doing with the Golden Retrievers. You have an amazing team. I'm hearing great things about you and your team. Awesome job. Thank you very much. And may I give one little uh, donation plug? Yes. Um, well, we are always looking for do- donations, naturally, because uh, we are 100% volunteers, so every dime goes to Golden to our Golden. But right now, we also have our Wishbone Lottery which we're hoping people will buy tickets for. And the grand there are three great prizes, but the grand prize is dinner for two anywhere in the world. Excellent. Yeah. That's pretty, that's excellent. That's awesome. It is an awesome, uh, awesome prize. So anyway, go to our website. You'll see all the information all about it. One more time, the website is? GoldenRescue.ca. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Well, we're out of time on the Dog Talk Radio Show. I hope you have a doggone great night tonight. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital.